This is InterVR, the podcast where we talk about all things virtual reality. I'm Chris Miranda, your host. And today I'm speaking with James Andrew. Uh, you are the creator of Zone and a lot of other things that you haven't been telling me because uh, you're either under NDA or... Anyway, thank you so much for being on the show, man. I'm super excited to um, pick at your brain and, and try to get all, get all those juicy secrets out of you. <laughs> Hey Chris, how you doing? It's good. To, it's good to talk again. Uh, all right. Well, um, so tell me what have you been up to? What's going on these days? Ah, uh, well, I've had a pretty exciting weekend, as I've shared with you already at some level through the videos yes. that I've shown you. <laughs> it was uh it was pretty amazing. We went this this weekend. We we were up at a uh, Comic Con Rhode Island, which was a very very big event. It was it was. I know last year they had thirty thousand people, and this year they expected forty thousand. And I know that they actually closed the doors halfway through the day and wouldn't let people in because it was so packed on wow. one of the days. It was a it was a big a big thing a big to do about the fact that they closed the doors. But we were up there. Uh, it was actually through a a someone that I met at the last event that we did which was the boston festival independent games where we we showed off zone up there to an awesome response there was a really a really great festival up at mi it was held in the mit field house mm-hmm. and we brought zone up there and just rocked it and one of the guys that saw us up there he contacted me and said hey want to go to comic-con this is a this is my friend Derek from Arcade Entertainment, he puts on various events. He's really into retro game, gaming and things like that. Cool. And he had been making contacts with GameStop. And so he presented the, to GameStop the idea of bringing me in and zone, and us in and Zone in to the GameStop booth to sort of be sort of exposition of virtual reality and of what we're doing. And they did it. And so all weekend we were up there. And GameStop was hosting us, and my friend Derek from Arcade helped bring it all together, and we ended up having the most popular attraction at the booth by a large margin. Wow. I mean, it was not even – it was you can actually see it in the video, and, and this is not – I mean, GameStop's doing a great job. They've got – they're putting out the, the, the best games that are out there right now, They're, they're but when there's screens – and when there's VR, and particularly when there's zones, <laughs> it's not just any VR, but this game is hot. And people were just lining up and lining up, and it was really pretty wild because we were flanked on either side by these big screens showing these these multi-million dollar games. Like One of them actually looked really cool. It was some sort of a, a fighting game based around the Zelda universe, but it was like a third-person It was a third-person game. It looked like it was really polished, and there was like one or two people at it throughout the day, and we had a line for 45 minutes all day all day and it was unbelievable and zone fever has begun to take over the world wow that's crazy that sounds amazing it was a big deal and this game is it's what what we've released so far what anyone has seen in the vr world anyone that's anyone that's probably listening to this the only thing they would have ever seen from us is the rift wars demo that we put out a while ago and some people actually saw an early an early conception of some aspects of zone out in person at, at svvr at the first expo but i regard all of that stuff and that stuff was like a it was excellent it was great but it was like a seed mm-hmm. and this thing that we have here is the first actual blossom you know it, it's it's something it's something really special it's and and well i've tried it uh and thank you for sharing and uh, i'm uh, i feel super honored and and uh, i'm really really appreciative of you doing of sharing it with me and it's it's yeah i think it lives up to the hype because you know, i was trying it last night and and, and uh yeah I, I at first uh, i'll be honest the first couple tries you know it, it, it i was it, it took me probably like five minutes uh to have this this mild like nausea like level one to ten this was like a 1.5 so yeah. but it was nothing and once that those five minutes went by you know i was in there and not to use puns too much but you you got me in the zone like i was it's no no pun that's it you were in the zone and sometimes it feels a little there's a little bit of a little bit of a queasiness at first because i mean it's intense yeah it's not a problem because you get through it and then you're you are in the zone that's why i call that's why well that's part of why i called it that's (laughs) the whole big story behind it but yes it's it fits and you know what our log line is for the whole for the whole game yeah it's zone get in (laughs) 
I like that. Okay. I like where you're going with that. Awesome. Yeah. So when I was playing, I, I was just recalling that, you know, at first, you know, my the thing that I'm obsessed with now is my score. I I don't I don't I don't ever obsess about scores. I I, I rarely, seldomly ever obsess about a, a game, a score in a game. But this was, this was different. <laughs> I don't know why. But you know why, Chris? You know why it's different? Please. Because the score. Did you notice that the score is not just a? It's not just something that you rack up when you are shooting the. The, the squids mm -hmm. it's actually mostly with some bonuses in it, a measure of your distance how far can you go so as you go faster and faster you'll see that that score goes goes up higher and higher because it's actually a measure in meters and kilometers and how far you're going so when you're going when you're getting a high score it means that you were hauling and hauling is just so much fun that yeah. you've got to go further next time yeah and i, I thought i would get I, I actually experienced more the majority of my motion sickness while the game was happening in slow like in a, at low slower speeds, but when you're when you're just going supersonic, it's it's not as uncomfortable as I thought it would be. Uh, the only thing I would warn or 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 be uh, cautious about is like people who are, might be susceptible to seizures. You know those when you get lights flickering and people. Um, you know, remember that Pokemon episode that gave a bunch of you know like kids in Japan seizures. Like <laughs> this, yeah. this. So this is like I. This is where I would put a like a, a hey. You know, just just in case, keep that in mind. This is gonna be. We this is gonna be a, a trip. On zone. It's that intense. Yes, I it, agree. It's. <laughs> And yes, it's intense in a good way. Um, okay, let, let me talk about the score, which is a little bit more because yeah. la yesterday um, you told me that the highest score up to that point was a hundred and ten thousand somewhere in that and, ballpark. Uh, at least it was until you played it. Yeah, and I am not to brag, but the challenge I I am putting forth a challenge to the internet and to whoever who's whoever's listening to this. When you get your hands on Zone, uh, I dare you. I challenge you to try to beat my score. It's actually uh, so. Yesterday I played and I scored 125,963. I have pictures, yep. so I will post that. And then I went back in it, and now I'm at 138,853. Oh, nice. Yeah. So so. That's more than me. That my high score ever is 100. And I actually posted to my Instagram is 109,900. And the high score before you, the one I was trying to beat, is 110,000. So I got within 100 points of it and didn't beat it. And then you came and blew us both away. You And you blew everyone away at Comic-Con that played it, which was several hundred or maybe four or five hundred people. And they no one got quite – well, you you also had the opportunity to play it a bunch of times. That is that is where I, I completely see uh, my – yeah, you know, like, <laughs> like – yes, I that was the score I got after my 15th time. <laughs> yeah. But see, that says something. You yeah. played this game 15 times in a row. Just... Yeah, because it's just like, oh. That's zone fever. Zone it is. Fever. I had to warn you. You there's got me. No, there's no cure for zone fever. Well, it's by playing zone. I'm going to be yeah. I'm going to be showing that this the this demo around um more uh in the future. So if you're uh at the Silicon Valley Founders and VCs meetup November thirteenth, come out and I'll be demoing this in San Francisco. Um, and... one thing one thing I want to ask Chris. Yes. When you, it... As you're doing this, yeah. As you're demoing, that's that's great. That's awesome. But the the one thing about this that I mean, we were actually building this game. You know, some of those le some of those sections of the level didn't even exist in my mind Friday morning <laughs> before the show. Wow. <laughs> So I actually, it's that, we were that down to the wire. And what we added, we know that we, what we learned from demoing this is that what you really need is a good little tutorial at the beginning. Because yeah. you just get thrust into here and you don't recognize, understand the mechanic. Even though it's a simple and an elegant mechanic, you got to know. And yeah. so we put this tutorial in at the beginning that shows how you have to use the left stick to move, the right stick to aim, and then you shoot with the right trigger and trigger, and then you gather with the left trigger. Yep. And it pretty much works to take you through it. But, but when I, uh, gave the game to you i made a point to get on a skype with you and talk you through it so as yeah. you demo it at this point talk people through that you know and show it to and, and show it to them so i want them to have the best first experience and anyone else that's going to play it make sure you really know how to play it before you 
before you start. And right now, that requires a walkthrough from someone. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remedy that in the next build, but this is early, early alpha. Well, you have my word. I will uh, walk them through it, and I'll make sure that they uh, fully enjoy themselves uh, armed with the proper tools to get in there. So no, no worries on that. Um, yeah, it, it, let's talk about the mechanics here. Um, yeah. Because I'm, I'm super curious about... Uh, you know, at one point, the question that, and you brought it up a little bit earlier ago was, I was thinking like, what is the incentive for me to go faster if I'm only going to beat the game faster and I'm not going to be able to collect, uh, the little cubes, uh, that fast. And, and, but you sort of answered already by saying that the faster you go, also the more points you, you accumulate, but, but. You know, is that an issue though? Like the the issue of like I'm you're gonna go so fast, you're gonna get through the demo, you're not gonna be able to like, uh, you're you're gonna miss out on a, a bunch of the enemies. And, and you know what, Chris, it was somewhat of an issue in the first demo, but it has been resolved, as I, I believe is will be evidenced <laughs> by your playing of it. I don't think you felt. I tell me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that you felt that as you got faster and faster, it got harder and harder to get things, or else you would have stopped going faster. Yeah. I mean the the, the way I address <laughs> the way we address that is uh, basically when you. Well, there's ways that we address it. So as, as you're going faster and faster, the the, the gems when they, when they when you blow the opponents up and the gems fly out mm -hmm. in front of you, we 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 handle that. So their their speed is adjusted, etc. So it's pleasing all the way up. And the real incentive to go to, to go faster is is well, yeah, it's the high score, but also it's just it's just more fun. And also, did you realize? I think you do recognize this. I think you have noticed this that as you're playing through the game. Even when you go super, super fast, you don't actually get through the sections of the level any more quickly. They always take exactly the same amount of time because the level is always exactly three minutes, and you always transition from uh, sequence to sequence right on the beat of the music. So the level adjusts itself to your speed. So just go as fast as, <laughs> as, fast as you want. Wow. Okay. It's oh. dynamically generated. I don't know if you even realize that. Do you ever think about that? Like, if you just start out and you don't shoot anything, and the beat's going, uh -huh. about thirty-two beats later, just like a DJ, you know, every eight bars. I don't know if you know much about DJing, but when you're when you're DJing, you always count up beats, and that's how any record that is mixed for DJ use basically will go with any other record because they they come in these chunks. Records are built in chunks of thirty-two beats, mm -hmm. and so you know you can bring the hi hat in or the snare in at a certain point, and it will fit. And that's what I do with this with this level, where the, the level transitions from from section to section on the beat at the right time, whether you're going slow or whether you're going fast. So we call this extra dimensional space. <laughs> we we <laughs> we generate extra dimensional space as you go. Oh, this is a pretty ingenious workaround that you came up with. That's actually oh, it's not a workaround. Smart. It's just the way that it is in the zone. The zone has extra dimensional space. Okay. Yeah. It's just. It just felt like. Oh. Yeah. It, yeah. That mind. In my mind, I was just like, well, Yeah. I wonder what if this is a loophole. But I'm. I'm glad you. 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 That is addressed pretty. Pretty elegantly. Oh yeah. Um. What about the enemies? Um. I. What is. If you're you utilizing uh dynamic um rendering for the level as you go along, do you think that eventually you might be able to pull that off with with the enemies themselves? You know, after a while, I was recognizing the pattern and I was just going off on on the pattern. Um, Wait, the, 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 you're seeing a pattern on the enemies? There's not supposed to be. If there is, there's a bug. Really? <laughs> I felt they're like they're, yeah. they're automatically generated every time. Oh, well in, then. In random positions, I think it was random that you happen to see something that looked like a pattern, but it's not. Wow, every okay. time, every in fact, every little slice of the world is is generated in in real time, and including the positioning of everything on it. So, I. I don't think there's a pattern to the enemies. Okay. Okay. So I so I my brain must have have uh, seen something <laughs> or fooled it, tricked itself into thinking yeah. that there was a pattern because maybe it was it was uh, maybe it was my way to explaining how I got that score. Uh, uh, yeah. And it, also, did you know things? Did you notice that there's one section that kind of felt like a Star Wars trench run influence kind of a thing? Uh, like, more like the like, Battle of of Moth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yes. crossbars, you're going up and down and. And like right there, if you'll notice, every time you play, they're always in a different place. You can't learn the pattern. Oh. You know? Yeah, that's why. See, little things like that, 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 that's what enables you to play it five, ten, fifteen times in a row. Because yeah. if you, your brain doesn't say, "Oh, I get this." I mean, if if I if I change it and I send you a build where everything was just fixed in place. It wouldn't feel the same at all after mm -hmm. the second time you played it. You'd say, "Oh, I got this," <laughs> you know? mm -hmm. and so this is not like that. 
that was a cool you know that that section there's this one section in in the, the demo where you um you come out of this tunnel and now there's this like you're sort of flying over this f flat because yeah. uh, uh, there's there's sections where like you're surrounded uh, you know on on up and down you know there's yeah, you're inside these tunnels and then at, at one point you're go, you know flying over this flat plane icy flat plane and you're that was one of my favorite parts because what i you go what i did was i just flew up to the top and you from down from up there you just sort of spray all over it's kind of like apocalypse now i, I kind of thinking about it like it's really good yeah it was really it, fun I, yeah. I felt that you just needed that there because you, i didn't want to feel claustrophobic you know there's a time it's all about dynamic range it's it's that's what a, a term that we use when, we're, when i'm making music where you want passages that are loud and passages that that are soft and that's where you get emotion in music and likewise in the game and in the level design if the whole thing is just this really intense run through a tunnel mm -hmm. you start to feel it's hard it doesn't feel so good you want to be able to break out into the into the open once in a while yeah. and we, you do that in this and, and of course it all is synchronized to the music you, you know do you realize the, the music with this i actually write the music first and then i write the level so the first thing I do is I make the music, and then I think, what do I want to see as I'm listening to this music? I just put it on, and then I just design the level around the track, and it just felt like we needed some open space there. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. I actually, I used to not, when I was little, when I was young, I used to listen to um, to music and avoid the music video at all costs, because what would happen was I would listen to the music, and it was like, you know, back in the, that, back in the day, it was like Linkin Park or Limp Bizkit or... Um, you know, even Eminem sort of music, and I would not, I would avoid the music videos because then they would taint my uh, already music video that I would play inside my head when I when I listen to those songs. Um, and in that's that that's it's so so what you said sort of reminds me of that, like where you're like, you know, you're envisioning something through music. And I want to touch on something that you mentioned earlier. What does it mean, you know, something soft? And something strong. You, you mentioned earlier about like a, a soft environment or a strong environment. Well, well, particularly I was talking about in music production. Ah, I see. You want to have period passages of softness and passages of loudness. Oh, okay. You don't want everything to be loud all the time. And a lot, a lot of radio music is like that now, loud all the time, just bam, 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 with no breaks, mm -hmm. and it kind of tires the ear. And I, I learned from that. And I try to impart that into my level design too. You know, periods of, of intensity and periods of, of a little bit more release. Oh, what about um, you know the music itself? Are what is your vision for the final package in terms of incorporating a soundtrack? Is are you going to like every every level is going to be? Because I would like to uh, be able to have more variability with the with the sound with the music itself. Oh, maybe absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is just one level, and I do believe yeah. that the the level it will continue to be that the level goes with the track. But I also hope that I'm going to be able to be prolific enough with these things with these mm -hmm. levels that there's going to be a lot of them. In fact, I'm I'm my inclination is not to think about this as some big monolithic product that gets released sometime on steam with a whole bunch of levels in it but rather to figure out how to start releasing this in one way or another as more like a comic book where you have episodes like it's, it's like a serial and there's going to be a story that's revealed and each one has at its core a new musical piece and a, a new track that and so you're sort of releasing an interactive music video each time it's like a concept a combination of a, a music video and a comic book and a virtual reality arcade game all in one and I'm, i I'd like to keep releasing these and and make it so that they uh there's a lot of variation Cool. But what inspired you to try out this approach? I mean, I feel like it's not it, this uh, this particular pro approach is not the norm in the video game industry as we speak. But yeah, I think it's not just one. It's not just one thing that inspired me. It's just sort of the the sum of all of my experience so far in the, uh, in the creative arts has just pushed me in this direction. Like the fact that I have been making music for a long time. I love making uh, electronic music, and I used to make it for. Uh, playing it at clubs, etc. That's really ingrained in me. I, I love making that music. So that's going to be a big part of it, and it, it just has developed to be the it's the, the the way that I want to make the game that I want to play, <laughs> mm -hmm. and it just has come that way. So how what what is the interval? What do you think it'll be like? How often can people expect an episode? 
I'm not sure yet. I'm not sure how that's gonna how that's gonna play out. I'm looking forward to getting something out before long, though. Yeah, and then in terms of like the um, you know, about how much, what's your goal in terms of how much hours of gameplay, you know, or you, know, you can get in one, out of one episode? And I guess that's subjective, it's, considering that yeah, this is something. It's like, hard to say how yeah. many hours of gameplay can you get out of one level of Pac-Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's, that's what we've got here. Yeah. I do. I do believe. I believe this is. I believe that Zone is going to be something like the Pac-Man of VR, something like Pac-Man for the VR generation. That's what I'm going for. Just in terms of its role, it's like something that's just. It's just simple, fun, re- repeated, playable again and again, and just. It's it's uh, it's great. We can get a lot out of one level, I think. <laughs> but I'm gonna make more too. I'm yeah yeah I'm super excited for that. I want to ask you this, and I want you know this is just so you know I believe the hype. I'm with you. I think Zone is every inch as good as people have been saying. Uh, that, but but people might have come up to you, or or people will arise and will, they'll ask something like, um, you know, "This is Devil's Advocate," sort of like how much of that is. Uh, when you demo these experiences and you show it to newcomers, like how much is that the the rift itself, and how much is that the zone? You know, how how would you yeah, answer that's that? A, yeah, of course that that comes up a lot, and and of course zone is a virtual reality game mm-hmm. made possible at this point technologically by the Oculus Rift. Sure, and there is absolutely that factor that most of the people that have been playing this have not had a rift on before, and and yes, I'm all I'm right there saying the rift is amazing but it matters what you put on it <laughs> okay it does. <laughs> it does it's this is sort of like the real early days of 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 uh of movies and film yeah. when people just started that people were were filming all sorts of things just because because there was such a novelty just to seeing a film of people walking <laughs> and everyone was blown away by that and they're going to the theater they're, they're, they're to watch this or they just very simple simple things because it was such a novelty yeah. but then voices arose that that would start telling stories and start making memorable memorable films you know a few years later you have things like Casablanca <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's not too many years between and zone is a lot of fun you know mm-hmm. uh, here's a good answer for you recently I have had to spend a long time without a rift I did not have my you know I just actually got my own DK2 today UPS dropped off today. Oh my god! <laughs> right, remember watch your language with me, Chris. Oh. And, and okay. They dropped it off just today. There's a long story as to, as to <laughs> this is wild. I basically I ordered one through. I had one coming through a third party, and that fell through. And then I didn't order mine till August 12th. But still, I didn't get it till today. It was stuck in processing for weeks at Oculus. So all this time with uh, the demoing that we've just been doing, I had to borrow riffs, and and Kelly also bought, brought his Kelly McNeil, who works with me on on this, and uh, also um, Eric from About Face, Eric. Uh, let me borrow his, which was great, and we had another one. Um, Eric from Boutface, the Kickstarter that does the, uh, the 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 covers for the Rift. He he let me borrow his Rift and use the Boutfaces. It was great. But the whole time leading up to the show, I didn't have a Rift, so I actually spent my time building this level. So much of it, I spent on the screen. I actually made a build that just was a 2D game. In fact, in fact, I still have it. I have 2D mode, and you know what? It holds up. It's still awesome and fun to play on a screen. I've got a 2K monitor here, and I'm loving the mechanic and just playing playing this game. I'm addicted to it, even on the screen. But, 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 you put the rift on, and it's just a whole nother level. So I would say it's a it's a great partnership between an amazing technology, and, and it's it's. Yes, the medium is VR. It's incredible, mm-hmm. and it, it it's uh, gonna draw a lot of attention just because it's virtual reality. But zone is hot. <laughs> how much do you know? How much to charge? Um, how do you figure that uh, that number out? That, that will that will become more apparent as things go on. There's so many possibilities for how this is going to get out there. Uh, there's a, there's a ton of possibilities, and, and and also you know I'm still you know, we, were, we were talking last time about the idea of. I had this idea that I have for making tournaments. Remember we were talking about mm-hmm. this? And and I, I have this idea about actually bringing Bitcoins into it. So there's tournament gaming. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been working on this idea. 
a little bit. And I have actually been talking with, well, let's put it this way. I've been talking, well, I've been talking about GameStop help, invited me up there. So I got to meet a lot of GameStop people. I got to meet GameStop district managers, regional managers, and uh, a lot of different GameStop people. And we didn't even talk yet about what happened after Comic-Con when I went to GameStop with Zone. You saw that video, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I brought Zone to GameStop, and this is relevant to the question of how much to charge, <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. I was invited by a manager to a very popular GameStop location for their midnight release party for Call of Duty. The Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, I believe it's called, came out the other day. And so this place had hundreds and hundreds of pre-orders. And the way it works is people can come in and put their money down at 6 o'clock, but they can't take it home till midnight. So there's this dynamic where the store gets flooded with people at around 6 and then flooded with people again at around midnight. And so I went there and I set up Zone. Mm-hmm. And I'm. You got, do you have show notes that you post things in? Yeah. Okay, we'll put the link there in to the, to, to the video for this then so for people sure. can check this out for themselves. But it was incredible. It was incredible. These people had never seen it, of course. And they – Loved it. In fact, one kid that wasn't in the video, but this one kid played it 10 times there at the store because he got, he got obsessed with this high score. <laughs> and so I started talking to the manager of the store. And I said, you know, what would prov- is there any reason, as far as you know, that, would, that we would not be able to do this again sometime but make it a tournament for money? <laughs> Why not? I mean – we do uh, – there's gaming tournaments all over you know, uh, with things like League of Legends, etc., and, and there's mm-hmm. big money involved. Mm-hmm. And you can have bowling tournaments. You know, you could do that. Why not what, – what would prevent us? And so he didn't see any – he actually didn't see any reason why we might not be able to do that where it's something like people come into a GameStop for something like that, for an event like that, and we have multiple zones set up, and people can put their money down – to try to beat the high score. And the winner gets something of value <laughs> that would make them want to do that. Right. So I'm thinking that that could actually be a thing, some sort of a thing where there are tournaments, zone tournaments possibly held at every GameStop <laughs> around. That'd be, cool. That'd be cool. What do you think is GameStop's angle? I mean, what does GameStop uh, gain to benefit from, from – well – Obviously, the exposure that you're doing for Zone is awesome, but overall, on a more general level, what does a a retailer that distributes physical good, you know, physical goods being actual disc cases, um, stand to gain from a platform that it will eventually live and inhabit the cloud? Well, I mean, there's hardware, there's games, I mean, there's all sorts of things I, I, that, that they will be involved with. And I mm-hmm. think the short answer is that the people at GameStop that I have dealt with, they recognize that this is the future, and they're eager to be part of it. And they, they see that, and I applaud them for that. And uh, they just they have they're exhibiting some level of vision that they they want to see this in their store. And besides, it's just so cool. <laughs> they just want the, the individual managers just want to see it for themselves and want to play it. You yeah. know, it's that it's just really really hot. Yeah, I was I was getting the impression that while you were showing off the rift in at Comic Con, I was just looking at the different faces and the different reactions of these kids and younger people. Um, these are these are faces of people that will look down upon anything uh, anything less that might come out of the gaming industry, whether it be Sony or Microsoft or Nintendo, because uh, they've seen something that is. I think steps ahead of whatever uh, we've been stuck on for the last twenty years, with, in terms of you know our our interface par- paradigm with the video game. It's it's been yes. the same thing: controller to TV screen to box on the counter. Um, and you're bringing this and and showing people what the potential is. And I'm I'm looking at that and I and I see that you know that these are the future consumers that VR needs. Um, but you know, what do you think it'll take for ado- adoption rate to to really take off once consumer the consumer model gets released? 
I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna just be like wildfire, and I, I'm not sure that it's gonna be solely related to the release of the Rift. It also can be related. Might end up being very significantly related to the release of whatever Sony puts out too. Mm. I mean, it, it's it still remains to be seen who's gonna be the one that really really makes it big first. I think there's I think there's gonna be a lot of success going around. And it's going to get really big real quick. I mean, I saw it at GameStop the other day when you, you saw those kids playing it. Remember the kids at the end of the video mm-hmm. there? He's like, yo, Germ, we got to get a PS4, man. We got to get this game. These kids got came in there to buy Call of Duty. That was not on their mind. They forgot all about Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. They, forgot, they, were, they forgot about the game they were there to buy because they were so into the zone (laughs) they were just so into it i mean you saw it there that was just for i have never seen i have never seen such strong passionate response to not only just to game just almost anything ever except maybe the beatles a long time ago (laughs) (laughs) i mean seriously i mean am i I exaggerating um the though the i mean no, because the video shows that these guys are talking about like this is this has to be the the flagship experience for PS4. This, I mean, yeah, you're. I think yeah, there. It's just um, now. Let me let me let me take a moment here to you know what I've got here. You know, like uh, I've got a list here. When right before I uh, got on, got on with you, I was going through the video and I was jotting down some of the responses of people the mm-hmm. things that they said the things that came out of their mouth i want to read a couple of these for the listeners because they haven't seen this video yet and here's a couple of things that people said that one of my love that starts out have you ever had a lucid dream it's like that mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somebody else he says he said it's wild it's so much it's unfair that i'm only going to be able to play this once because i could play this a thousand times and i feel like i still won't be able to see everything that you put into this mm-hmm. it's insane it's a lot. I just want to play more, but uh, where can I find you so that I can play this one more time? <laughs> you remember that guy? <laughs> yep, that was a good one. And there was another guy here. He said, that was like no video game you ever expected to play. It's like real life. The best video game I ever played. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but the next guy says, that was extraordinary. Absolutely blew me away. That was amazing. There's no other word for it. I've never had an experience with a video. I've never had an experience like this with a video game before. Mm-hmm. And that's five of 20 or 30 here. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I didn't have to edit anything out. <laughs> there was a couple people I didn't put in the video just because the camera angle wasn't right. Mm-hmm. But that was the universal response. And I'm stoked about it because that's yeah. the way I feel about it. And it's really, really cool to see other people feeling that way about it. Yeah. And these are your, these are your future customers. Um, and, but, uh, uh, but, I, I also want to – I wonder if you've showed it to people who are in the older age range, and I and I wonder what their reactions have been. Um, I have, and you know what? Uh-huh. I I can refer you to another video uh, that you can just check out on my YouTube page. We can put it in the notes or whatever. There were definitely some people of the older generation. The recent video I posted where I did demoed this at the uh, New York Virtual Reality Meetup, and <laughs> – the response was just amazing. I mean, I, 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 I showed it to a, a woman that was a writer, not a tech person. She's probably late 40s or in her 40s at some point, or in her 40s. And, and she just, she said, this is amazing. It's like a whole new reality. <laughs> you know, another guy told me, he, he summed it up. He said, thank you for this life experience. Hmm. Okay. I'm, see, I'm seeing not just, this is not people that are analyzing it with their inner critic saying yes i approve of this this is right these people are touched to their core they are touched to their core everyone from the youngest to the oldest they just love this they Mm -hmm. just love it and it touches them in a very deep way what about input let's talk about your solution for input what is that going to look like for what do you mean uh for is it gonna so once the product gets shipped ready to go you know um is it just gonna be xbox controller exclusive let's let's say say this that for this game right now as it is for zone i believe that the, the the current xbox controller actually i really like the xbox one controller the new one is the best input on earth for this game Nothing. I don't want to play this game with a stem or with anything else, just because they exist. I don't want to play it with. I, I want to play it with this game. There might be some variations on this, and actually, certainly other other games in the Zone franchise that may take advantage of 
other controllers and there might there might be even flavors of zone itself that take advantage of other controllers you know i'm already been working and i have been working with the trinity guys that make the trinity magnum mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. that i that I've, we've actually done some experimental integrations we, we might we may do something but i want to for example i was listening to a history of the computer and a lot of times people thought uh, not a lot of times pardon early on some people thought that that pen and paper was just going to go away <laughs> but pen and paper has some really good attributes to it that that make it still valuable for certain things and likewise the xbox controller is a fundamentally good input device it really really is i didn't used to think so i used to think that mouse and keyboard was so superior in all ways and i just couldn't stand playing with it but if you watch people's fingers fly on the two thumbsticks when they're really 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 good it 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 bears a lot of precision. It really, really does, and it's it's solid. So I'm not looking, and it also works really well in VR because you're holding on to something in your hands. You're not reaching out to the keyboard or anything like that. And while I'm really, really excited to to play with the the various new input devices that are out, I don't think the controller is going away anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. That maybe. Uh. It, it, I think you're right in terms of like. Uh, the, what we have is what we have. Um, I just, I just hope that just, we think nail way, something think better. Think about it this way: if you were, if you were actually right now, in real life, thrust into piloting that craft, the craft of Zone, and you mm-hmm. had to control it, mm-hmm. what would you like to control it with right now? Two joysticks. Whoa. That might be cool. That might be cool too. Yeah. That's basically what you got on your thumbs. <laughs> yeah. I, so it's it's not bad. I like it. I think it works really well. And you know what? More importantly, remember what I said Zone is. Mm-hmm. Zone fills the role of being the Pac-Man of VR. It is a trend. It, it's it's a, an it, it's an introduction. It's primitive, and it's for all of the gamers out there that that are have their muscle memory from the time they were born. Many of these people are four, four or five years old, mm-hmm. ingrained to the Xbox or PS controller. Mm-hmm. And so there's a whole generation of people that, that know that and that love that, and there's there's millions of them. And they spend many billions of dollars a year. So one can assume that this is going to become a very arcade-like experience, where it's yes. it's 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 fast, it's fast-paced, it's it's it, it, it keeps you wanting to go for more. It's colorful, it's crazy, it's all over the place. That's what it is right okay. now. Yeah. It, what about story? Are you are you planning on incorporating some form of story to tie the tie it all together? Or I mean, not, not only am I planning, but there is there is a deep story to this, and I have a full time script writer, and uh, uh, who acts as my story department. Nice. <laughs> and there is a big story, and it's going to be revealed progressively. And you know what? I don't even know the whole story yet okay. because he's revealing it to me slowly but surely. But what I know is really, really cool. I'll tell you this much: in the game, you actually the the character that you inhabit is Zone. Zone is the name of the character mm-hmm. that you are in. Zone is an artificially is an artificial intelligence. Yet he's the only artificial he's an artificial intelligence that is telling all the other AIs that they do not have a real consciousness and that they do they are not conscious on their own but they all believe that they are and that's why they're trying to get him and so since he doesn't have a consciousness of his own you inhabit him and you are you're in there and there's a lot more to it there is actually a benign virus that is involved called the LOV3 virus and there's some controversy about whether a computer virus can be benign but it is and there is there is actually uh, I'll give you one other little hint that the ship that you're in the ship that you're piloting is actually Gal 9 transformed into a ship with another character that's all I have to say so far. Okay. I, a lot. That, that sounds like a lot. It sounds very intricate and full of uh, interesting twists, uh, um, artificial intelligence and benign viruses. I, I can dig it. <laughs> There's a lot. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, in, the, in the first package, in the first episode, about how many levels do you think people will, will be able to expect? I, I, again, I don't know how to answer that yet because it's too early to say well, how exactly I'm going to be releasing this. This mm-hmm. might actually be released just one at a time, like records. 
used to be. <laughs> used to be, I have to say. It. Is is there? I mean, what what what's? Is there a business reason for that, or is it just because it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go that route? Well, there, there's there's a let me put it this way. There's a lot of business business things at work here. Mm-hmm. For example, for example, I, I I I can tell you, I've already I've begun actually talking with Sony. So there's a nice. lot of ways that that could go. Because with Sony, for instance, something could be uh, released on their on their network, and it's not even something that's put out. On, there's a number of ways that this could get out there. Yeah, I would rather, I would much rather experience Zone with a with a uh, with a Sony Morpheus's uh, motion controller. The two the two sticks. I, I think that would be because because the the character he's he's sort of sitting with his arms spread out and you, you I, I have, and I've always been under the impression that if you're flying a, a spaceship you you always have your two hands on some form of handles that's but again th- th- don't mind me I'm just being a an no, overly it sounds, it sounds like a really I would love an interface like that but mm-hmm. I know that that 90, most people don't have that and even and even if yeah. you did I'm not confident that well, I can imagine if Ideally, I would love to have joysticks on either side. That could be really cool mm-hmm. if they were mounted like on either side of your chair. But no, you don't have that. Even if you have the controllers, do you really want to hold your hands out in, in the air in front of you in the air? They'd get tired after a little while. No, you'd held. You'd have them uh, on your lap, resting on your lap, and you just sort oh, that could of, be cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that's and that's something I'm very. Hey, I am very open minded. to Whatever will give the best experience. But right now, so mm-hmm. far, controller brings it yeah (laughs) it it does does. it does it does it does deliver uh but yeah this is something you mentioned earlier this is something that is like looking at television when it was in its black and white age um you know for you as this mature as your skills mature as your um you know as your resources get better like what do you envision you can be able to achieve in the next two to three years in terms of your creative process and potential. Oh boy. <laughs> That's a lot. Uh, what, can, well, I really have a, a lot of, uh, inclination to bring multiplayer into this there's a a lot that i want to do with with multiplayer and that's something that uh, that uh really helps to have more people working working on things that's a, a big aspect of it uh the other thing that i here's the other thing that i that i'm looking at doing remember we uh i'm talking about doing tournaments mm-hmm. well check this out what i'm thinking of combining the the I'm thinking of making a new role you know how there's a there's djs and there's vjs we've got to come up with a name for it but what is it when you're DJing virtual reality real time? Because that's what I'm looking at doing. Imagine this. Imagine if instead of playing a level that was already made, imagine coming to an event where there's a bunch of cons- a bunch of stations lined up that you get into, and there's one DJ. That's me. And what I'm doing is I have my actual musical MIDI keyboards and DJ controllers hooked up. I've already got this. I've begun working on this so that my playing on the keyboard will actually generate the level in real time and create a different level that's ever been played. And I have my hands on the knobs and the dials to make things happen in the virtual world so that everyone playing it sees it all at the same time. And they all have to do the best they can to get the furthest uh, through the world that I'm creating right then and there. Hmm. And so it's like a, it's like a real time DJ virtual reality tournament. For money, <laughs> oh. so so I'm thinking of making that a thing that just gets really big, and that everyone's just got to do. So that's that's one of the things I want to do: real time creation of the virtual world, so the people can experience it and play play with it in a tournament together. That's super and, interesting. And, yeah. Yeah, that's what that's what, uh, that's, that's what I'm excited that's about. That's really interesting. I've um Halloween I went to this uh event and they had this it was a rave. It was, and they had this um this one section where you put on headphones and everybody had 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 the same headphones on and the room was completely quiet and you put on the headphones and you're listening to the same thing everybody else is listening and <laughs> That's you're rocking out and it's a it's, it's a really interesting experience to be able to like to just rock out and you're like in complete silence <laughs> with all these uh, dozens of people is so i i yeah that sort of brought what you said sort of brought that uh, 
uh, that experience the mind and that is that's interesting huh do we have the technology for that to occur like or i'm doing it right here in my room right now <laughs> i'm saying right now i've already got this working i have got midi control of my game you know what midi is midi is the language of, of music whenever you're hooking a keyboard up to something it's the when you press a key on a midi keyboard it has to send a signal that you press the key and there's knobs that all turns into data right mm -hmm. well i've rigged my game so that since it's all procedurally generated and not canned mm -hmm. i've rigged it to be able to respond to these messages so that I can actually trigger the creation of a level based upon what I do on the controller. Now, that's that's really cool. Deal yeah. Because that's when you can get human feel and human touch into the creation of a level in real time. Maybe I want to have a knob and attach it to like the pulse of the of the bloom on the colors of the of the level so I can pump that to make it just feel more lucid for a little bit or, or maybe I want to release a more a wave of a wave of opponents at a particular unexpected time I just press the button right now boom there they are <laughs> you know that kind of a thing yeah so that's, it's gonna be fun that's awesome I'm mean, yeah that's gonna be crazy that do you think they're gonna get re regulated because uh, the gambling industry is gonna start coming at you like hey hold on only we can have gambling I think that there will be a lot of a lot of people talking about a lot of things, and we'll we'll see how that goes. But I think it looks like it's pretty uh it's pretty clear shot to being able to do something like this. Yeah, I mean, in terms of VR and uh, utilizing it to uh, for money, like gambling, there's this there's this I've heard well, of. Wait, not not gambling. Not well, I'm not talking about gambling. What's the difference hey, then? What's the difference of like? Oh, it's a competition because you're competing. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, gambling. Yeah, this is this is not. I'm not talking about gambling. Gambling is where people people are somehow putting their money down uh, in something that has to do with chance. That's not at all what I'm talking about. Okay. This is more like what happens in any 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 sport that has a, okay, a okay, monetary okay, okay, prize okay. or monetary cup to it. I take that back. I take it back. Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. So sorry, it's, sorry. and that's all the difference in the world. It, it is completely. I mean, people go on the pro PGA bowling tour to make money. They have mm -hmm. to pay their bills, right? Gamers need to pay their bills too, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And so there's already this precedent that there is this thing called Major League Gaming, yep. right? There's, it's a big deal, and there's big money, but it's it's orchestrated from the top down such that there is a, a high barrier to entry. It's not something that anyone that's a gamer can go try their hand at. You have to be one of the best in the world, and the, the kind of money that's involved is very, very big. And there's these, these contests to have of $100,000 you know, $100, prizes or something like that. I'm talking about bringing that down, down to where it's accessible to everyone through VR and particularly through Zone. Mm -hmm. Because... Because there's a time coming here when people are going to want to do this, but they're not all going to have have it themselves at right. first, and they're, so they're going to want to do this. And then I figure I might as well give them the chance to win their quarters back. <laughs> yeah, what's your workflow look like, man? You feel, I feel like you uh, you have your your hand in just about uh, just a dozen different projects. Like, how do you how how are you able to get things done? Well, it's really at this point the only significant project I'm I'm working on is is Zone with a couple other things. Mm -hmm. But in that, I do have to have a wear a lot of hats as it, as it were. I mean, I'm doing the, the music, I'm doing just about everything on it right now. Uh, in fact, I'll I can tell you that that Kelly, who has been so instrumental in uh, in helping to build Zone, he's actually had to had to Uh, bow out of the project at this time because he actually just got a very very uh, good job in the games industry mm -hmm. and so at this point i'm pretty much on my own and so if anybody is really really talented and wants to work with me on this please get in touch with me and you're looking for <laughs> unity developers and unity people specifically Yeah, particularly okay. I, I would love that, or particularly people that that are good at, at character animation, and yeah, Unity character animation, 3D modeling, anything you name it. <laughs> If you want to work on this, I can, and you're really good, I can put you to work. Cool, I can cool. pay you with prestige right now. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. I please uh, get get in touch with uh, James. So, what about um, you know Samsung Gear? You know, are you in mobile? Like, what's your what's your take on that? I am already. I've already uh, begun talking with some 
some people that do mobile things about possibly bringing this to mobile. And I've done some experiments with it. And <laughs> it was funny. The first time I, I actually got the basics of, I got zone to run on my Android mm-hmm. at about one frame per second, <laughs> but it ran, you know, and, and, and it did run. And so I'm looking at what would need to happen to, to bring something that's so sort of intense and, and really it's, it's, it's pretty intensive in terms of, of, uh, GPU and CPU because it's it's just kind of even though it has sort of what you'd call a low poly look there's a lot of those low polys in there I'll tell you that mm-hmm. <laughs> there's so a lot I have going to, on I have to kind of <laughs> I have to kind of get it get it, if I can get it to work properly on mobile which I will at some point it's just a matter of if the hardware is ready yet I'm I'm really excited about mobile as a platform and why not yeah so the Samsung Gear and Susan you haven't had the chance to like get not get your hands exactly on those. yet I haven't okay. had my hands on it yet yeah. Because I wonder if 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 the Samsung Gear has the power to uh to to run Zone or run it's, a variant it, of it maybe. Yeah, run a variant of it for sure. Uh, so yeah, it's I think it's gonna it's gonna be a big aspect of things at some point. What do you think is gonna be the biggest aspect um in terms of sales? Is it gonna be the mobile front or the PC? I I think I think really I'll tell you I'm most for Zone I'm most excited about the the. Uh, response of the people that currently aren't even aware that the Rift exists and that most of them don't even know that PC gaming exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my eyes were kind of open to that the other night at this release party at this GameStop because there were hundreds of people there in line and just seeing them look at the Rift, they were most of them had no idea what it was yeah. at all. And they, most of them, even once they saw it and saw my laptop there, were asking me whether it was going to come out for PS4 or Xbox. Mm-hmm. Okay. That means that they, it's not even on their radar, and they were so into it that I think there's a real potential to, to hit hit that market really hard. The people that are used to the controller, used to PS4, used to Xbox, and I, th- I think they're going to fall in love with this. Well, everyone is, so I, I mean, it's going to go in in a bunch of directions. Yeah, Sony and and um, I feel like the 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 big the big companies like the big video game companies like Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo, uh, you, you definitely see a movement coming out of Sony with Morpheus. Um, and I wonder where the other two are, 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 are thinking about what, are, what, what do you think they're thinking about? Like what is Microsoft do, saying or doing, or, uh, are they, do you think they're paying attention? Do you think Nintendo's paying attention to VR? Of course they are. Of, 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 at this point, of course, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they absolutely they are. What do you think that's gonna like look like though, in terms I of don't action? Know. Yeah. Nintendo could pull some real surprise out here uh, and, and come out with something any day. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't. That would not surprise me at all. It would surprise me more if Microsoft did. How much do you think patents are gonna play a role in the overall story of VR as this medium evolves? Uh, I really don't have much to comment on that. I don't mm-hmm. really know. It's hard to say. It's something I hope not to be involved with at all <laughs> yeah I, I will never patent anything i make <laughs> yeah yeah patents are a bit scary um just because of the uncertainty and the volatility of that whole aspect of the tech industry um, I, believe, I believe patents are completely evil actually I, I i will never be i will never patent anything because i believe it's actually wrong to say that just because i invented something that no one else can make it it's just it's it's not it's not the case because I I go I go by I go by the Bible for my rule and it says thou shalt not steal, but it's not stealing to copy, it's just not and I I will never enforce that. But I recognize that it's a big force out there in the world and it may pl- play a, a big role. But I I will I'll never patent anything. <laughs> mm, uh, yeah, that's uh yeah patents are something we can spend hours talking about and I will probably never understand. Uh, understand why it is the way it is um th- money that's why uh so w- w- looking forward like you know are you worried about people getting addicted to your game uh i i'm not no i did not i'm okay. not worried about people getting addicted to my game because even if they play it 30 times in a row that still gives them some time to go outside <laughs> you know? I, I, I'm not worried about that. I okay. think that it, I think it can be a very pleasant addiction. I'm addicted to my game. But I still go outside. <laughs> Just as long as you don't end up like the guy who um, who created Flappy Bird, right? Remember the Flappy Bird guy who was uh, 
that, that so the reasoning you know the, and i'm not 100 percent clear on the story of why he just pulled it out of the android store um but he, at, at one point this guy was making fifty thousand dollars a week yeah. uh and that's crazy and people were messaging him like uh this game's ruined my life i can't do anything else i can't yeah. eat or sleep maybe he was getting trolled i don't know but uh, you know if are you i'm not conscious concerned. of I, finding yourself in that situation where people uh, will message you because the fact that you're asking me that question is actually pretty it's pretty cool <laughs> if you think about it are you concerned of what was gonna happen when people get so addicted to this game <laughs> no because it's that, it. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, it's, it's that good yes exactly it really is i mean i i'm really glad you got to play it because people would think i was absolutely nuts if there wasn't at least one other person on this on this podcast saying I, that i'm not nuts <laughs> yeah so that so the, the so you don't figure you don't figure that you'll I'm, like you know what no. you'll do if if that situation arises like you know I'm, you're just I'm like not, i'm not concerned okay about okay <laughs> just wondering gotta <laughs> I, I gotta ask I these questions the man. information on on that flappy bird situation but I, i'm really not not concerned about it okay um the other thing that i was gonna ask you uh I, and i'm sorry that if this conversation this podcast isn't much of a walk in the park like i'm always gonna keep asking you oh uh, i know what to expect of you chris it's <laughs> interesting it's fun um, <laughs> let's go let me so let me ask you about like what is your worst um what is the worst thing that could happen or that you could do with this medium like let's let's go down uh, uh, just for a quick a quick moment okay, i want to get well, your what, like, what if you ask me what is the worst thing that you could do in real life i mean i could it would be unfruitful for me to sit here and describe all sorts of bad things that people can do in real life likewise <laughs> in vr you could simulate anything in VR, and I feel like I don't particularly feel like even polluting the air right now with the kind of examples that I could come up with of things that you could do in VR that are bad and that are evil, a bad influence on people because they're unlimited. Because yeah. it's just like it just isn't just as in life. So I just want to make really beautiful, good, excellent experiences that make people happy when they play them and they bring joy yeah well i i like to think about uh these dark sort of evil things that you can do uh with it because it's a spectrum and you got to take it all in as it arrives you know i don't want to be i don't want to be shocked uh when something hit, hits in the news and i'm like ah well i, I you know i knew that i knew that was going to happen eventually so that's sort of why it, it's it's my way of coping with the reality of uh this tool um and it's gonna be yeah but i 100 percent understand where you're, you're where you come from on that um going to the world of artificial intelligence um are you at all a and i don't know if we talked about this on the on the we, last no, podcast we did we all about it artificial intelligence okay <laughs> we, yeah we talked all about it i'll leave right it alone on. i'll leave it alone because i know yeah. that <laughs> i know where this go is gonna go to, listen to the last podcast the last podcast was, was great I was yes on, we talked we covered it in detail <laughs> okay. yes go to the last I'll, I'll put that link in the show notes as well so people can check out where where that led us <laughs> um <laughs> so vr in terms of so cockpits um what's next do you think like what, what's next for you so right now it's a it's a uh, on rails arcade super awesome game you know yeah, are you totally. do you have your uh next thing ringing in the yeah. back of your head like I, your I next i still do i mean i still have that say that it's still the next thing that i want to play I mean, I love this. I love Zone, and, I, and Zone may have more aspects to it soon, and I, I, and I actually intend that it shall, even things like uh, I, I really want to put bosses in it, like boss stages every once in a while, nice. where instead of just going forward, you burst out into an area, and you're circling around sort of on a sphere around this boss in the middle that's trying to get you from all angles, you know, this kind of a thing. Yes. And, to, and, and there may even be more gameplay elements, but it still essentially would be a rail shooter, mm -hmm. a VR, an awesome VR rail shooter, but that's what it is. The next thing that I have in my mind is still what I've, I've taken to calling zone arena. Okay. Uh, yes. Imagine the whole feel, the look, the, the, the vibe, the spirit of the game and, and, and a lot of the aspects of it, of even the collecting, all of that, but put it in a big wide open arena for uh descent type 
arena combat mm-hmm. between people multiplayer. That would just be so cool. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I've actually we've already, we've already started some preliminary work on that. We have a very very rough early illustrated you know con- conceptual multiplayer up where we can fly around and shoot each other. But it's 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 something we put on hold because we said let's do this now. But that's that's not only in my head. It's actually also on my hard drive. <laughs> And yeah. So you're man. I I really like your style. You're so like enthusiastic about this, and I'm so excited that you're 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 so into it. Um, but uh, in terms of your position as a developer, as an indie developer, you know, how can how do you see yourself? Um, how do you see your your relationship with people like uh, Oculus and Sony? How do you um, how do you think it, the ideal relationship sh- should look like with those companies in terms of what you what you can benefit from them and what they can gain from you? Well, I I, I think we have a very mutual. I mean, I, I was just thinking about it tonight that it's I can't think of a many cases where there's more of a mutually beneficial relationship possible than I, than I have, for example, as I'm thinking about my relationship with Sony here, because mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm talking with them. They actually invited me to come into Sony to give them a to demo this to them. And I'm thinking, what for, for them, it's just the best thing. If I have a game that's really, really addic- addictive, they've got a piece of hardware. They're not really primarily game makers. I mean, I, I think they make some of their own content there, but what better combination is there than a really great piece of hardware that Sony has, for example, and uh, and this game that's going to make everyone want to get one of those? Likewise with Oculus. So I think the best case would be the Oculus sees this pretty soon and says, hey, we got to get this on Oculus too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I think there's potential for a, a great relationship all around because you've got great hardware and, and a great game. What more do you want together? So it's it, it's essentially just establishing a, a way for you. I mean, what 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 do you? Because the thing I ask developers, like, what do you what do you want from from people like Oculus? What can they do for you? Um, well, it'd be nice if they if they replied to my emails when I tell them my DK2 has been held for weeks. <laughs> I mean, I I would like to see a little more responsiveness from them. I haven't really had much good response from them from developer relations etc when i call it's just it's a little bit and so i'm talking to oculus here right now in case anyone's listening you got to be a little bit more responsive to people making games like this mm. yeah I, I, I know they're busy they're really busy i know they've been through a, they've been through a big period of growth but uh they can do a little better on that yeah uh it's it, i don't think they're and able to keep why, up with the demand. Sony to demo this and not Oculus. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. It's yeah. They can, they they're having yeah. They can. I don't know if they can keep up with the demand or the uh, the the need for them to uh the this, there's this need for them to interact the, uh, on a deeper level and I don't know if with so many people what they they, they said at Oculus Connect they have a hundred thousand people registered through their developer program and. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. Um, yeah, that's gonna be. It's gonna be. Do you think that the first wave of virtual reality content will it be actually a wave, or do you think it'll be, a, you know, a slow trickle? Uh, it's. It, I think that. I think of, I, the more I think about it, and the more I've seen the, the faces of these kids in the GameStop, I think Sony's really in a position here that if they can get something out for the PS4. That could just if something like that that could hit overnight mm-hmm. because because it's just such plug and play into something that all these kids already have and it could just happen really quickly. Whereas with the world of PCs where people are deciding whether or not to buy a new gaming peripheral, I think it could take a little bit longer because there's a much broader range of people that have PCs than there are that have. I mean, of the, of the people that have PS4s, I think many of them will want to get this when it comes out if there's good games for it. So it can happen very, very quickly. Yeah, it's just there is a higher hurdle to jump when you want to start from scratch to get a PC that will run a consumer version virtual reality headset that is running at that needs yeah. to run at ninety frames per second or something like that. That's yeah, like, even the, not even beyond the monetary cost. There's a certain amount of of technical knowledge you even have mm-hmm. to have to even know what to think about buying. I mean, this the whole world is most people in the world don't have that. The people on the Oculus subreddit do, <laughs> but that's not the whole world by any means. Yeah. People don't even know about that. 
that sort of thing. That's why I think arcade experiences and arcades themselves will be um, like the Phoenix rising from the ashes. They will make a comeback for the next, at least for five years, five to ten years, while the technology catches up in price and everybody uh, can afford it then. You know, I think that um, movie theaters will go the way of the dinosaur because people will get spoiled. Um, they will find themselves in experiences that the regular paradigm could not provide ever before and now uh they will have to adapt to become arcades or some form of you know venue for people to experience virtual reality that they can experience at their house um well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what though chris i did just go see guardians of the galaxy recently in three which i keep hearing good things about that yeah, and and I'm just thinking about I'm just when you say going to the movies, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about the experience of going there, and it was it was a well made film, and you know I was eating popcorn, and I was in front of this big screen air conditioning. I'm thinking, you know, we're I think we're a little further away from replacing that than you might think because it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's a nice it's a nice sort of ritual occasion to going to the movies, and I don't know that it's going to go away in five years or even 10 years. I think that there's going to be a whole new kind of entertainment out there. And I agree that the, the arcade type thing's coming back, but I don't think the movies are going away yet. Yeah. It's just such a, I, I think it, I will, we'll have to agree to disagree, but I think it will. I think the movie industry is, is probably going to have to figure out just like the music industry today. I feel like they're having a hard time adapting to the internet. And I think the movie industry is going to will see its, its new rival, a formidable opponent in the rise of the metaverse um, and the experiences you're going to be able to get there. But we'll see. I, I don't know. Ten years is 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 not that long, or it is depending on who you ask in terms of technology. Um, but yeah, this is yeah, this has probably been uh, a really cool conversation. I'm probably gonna start bringing things to a close. I gotta go feed my dog daughter. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Do you have any 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 final thoughts? Anything that is resting in the back of your head that you'd like to let out? Well, it's it's good talking again. I really just can't wait for more people to 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 play Zone because no one <laughs> listening to this has played it so they're gonna be listening to this wondering what in the world are you even talking about yeah <laughs> and, and so i'm looking forward to getting it out there before long will there be a public demo that's probably that's the... a good question yes that's very <laughs> i should have asked that a while question. ago yeah that is a good question and uh an answer will be forthcoming <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa wait no you cannot do that to me hold on <laughs> and, and right now the only place in the world you can see zone is either when I demo it or Chris, when you take that out, mm-hmm. you go demo it. So you got you got a pretty pretty big exclusive right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, well, thank you. I I, I will do you. Don't post it though, okay? I shall not. But then, um, what is what's your reasoning behind leaving it uh secretive? Uh, what what's your reasoning behind? You know, what value do you gain from leaving it? Uh, you know, not in the public or or getting more eyes. It's it's not so much. It's more that it's uh, really it's not released primarily yet because it's not ready yet. Okay. It's almost okay. ready, but for instance, the thing with the tutorial, there's just a little. I mean, I it needs a little more more polish for just getting it out there so people can play it without any introduction. Just go and it's a guaranteed excellent experience. Mm-hmm. But uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. So we can assume that there will be a demo. We just don't know when there will be one. I think it is very very likely. Okay. Okay, I uh, I'll I'll take that. I'll take what I get. <laughs> that was sure. awesome. Um, thanks again for your time, man. That was a really fun conversation. Uh, how can people stay in touch? How can people follow what you're doing and support all the awesome things you're up to? Just at, at Pixel Router, you know, Twitter, PixelRouter.com. I'm James at Pixel Router, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Just Google Pixel Router, and that's me. Cool. All right. Thank you again. <laughs> you have been a true scholar and gentleman of virtual reality, man. <laughs> thanks so much, Chris. Have a great night.